your one stop for exclusive interviews. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma quarterback commit Cooper Wilcox. Cooper, thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. Man, really, the culture that the coaches show as soon as you walk in the doors, they make you feel like your family. They make it feel like a, a healthy environment to come and play football. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma senior H-back Dante McGee. Dante, thank you for taking time this morning to talk to me. This is honestly a once-a-lifetime thing, you know. Usually you get your five years and you're done, but you know, you get an extra year of play. I was like, you know what, I, I want to come back. I want to spend another year with these guys. Game press conferences. I didn't really like my first read, so I was just went to playmaker mode. Game previews, recaps, brought to you by me, your host, JG Smooth. You're listening to The Cho Show, only on the Suave Report. Good morning, afternoon, evening, night, whatever time it might be. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Show Show Podcast presented by TheSwathReport.com. I'm your host, Jonathan Goodo, a.k.a. Drage Smooth. I, I, I have to start, I have to start by this disclaimer. I don't know how long it's going to take. I, I don't know what emotion is going to flow out of me. I just fair, just fair, fair, fair warning, but I, I, I have to say this. Uh, because it, it, this this is this is the end of the road for the season. Uh, it's, it's very, very, very unique season. A, a season I, I'm glad I had the honor and privilege of being of being able to able to able to cover, um, which wouldn't be possible first without you all, the fans, the supporters. Whether you listen every week, listen every other week. Um, listen every now and then, like, retweet, uh, share, DM me, message me, uh, find me post game, uh, whatever it may be. I just, I really do truly, truly thank you and appreciate you because, as I've always said, without the fans, there is no Chosho. Now I'm just a, a guy with a microphone rambling for an hour every Sunday. So, like, I, I really, I truly do appreciate it. If you ever see me on the field post game, you're more than welcome to come up and talk to me. I always enjoy meeting fans. Uh, I, your, your kind words always they mean a lot. I just want you to know that they do mean mean a lot. And and I, I have to say, you helped uh, surpass my wildest expectations for for this season. I I did not expect to have do the numbers that we did and, and gain the subscribers that we did and gain the following that we did. And and so I, I really do, I really do appreciate it. This is, this is by far been the best season of the show show probably ever. Uh, and quite frankly, I think this, I think this beats the inaugural season and, and it's just, it blows my mind from where we were this time last year, only having maybe four episodes in total out uh, none I was really proud of outside of the season preview, considering quitting the podcast to here we are now. And it's just crazy, you know, what a year difference makes. So I, I really do appreciate that. I hope you just continue to rock with us because this is hopefully only the beginning and we're going to, you know, continue to grow this thing, can continue to put in work. And and so I thank you for that. I thank you for, for welcoming our videographer Landon the way you did. Mid season, mid to late late season. I know he really appreciates that. I know some of the some of the some of the guys post game yesterday we actually came up came up to meet him. So I just I really do appreciate that. He does great, 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 great work. Uh he'll be doing that for us hopefully 
for quite some time. I know he'll be he'll be a big part of our basketball coverage starting starting fairly soon. So if you if you go to the Hamilton Field House and and you you see Landon there, just just don't be surprised. So I, I can't wait to see what he cooks up. Uh to the to the the the, the coaches, uh, I, I I appreciate you taking the time this all season to come on uh, to to help get my supporters, get Broncos supporters, get to know not only you as a coach but you as a person. Uh, it it's, it's truly been an honor and a pleasure as well. Uh, your support has been fantastic. The the likes, the retweets, the shares. Uh, even you come up post game. Uh, it just it just it just means a lot because. I said very rarely, very rarely in, in this field do you do you get that kind of genuine interaction, mutual respect thing, and and so I I really do I really do appreciate it to the non seniors because uh, a lot of you guys came on here in the summer and off season and 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 told your stories and again I I appreciate that uh, I just. It it was an up and down season, clearly. <laughs> clearly, right? We had highs, and we had highs and highs, and lows and lows. And I just, I just appreciate the fact that each time you all responded, you answered the bell. Uh, that 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 says a lot about your character. Um, it, it says it says a lot about the 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 fortitude and 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 mindset that you all had as as a football team to know every time. You fell short. You realized you were better than that, and and rose to the occasion. And I just, I I just I appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate the way you you could have folded the tent. Let's be honest here. You 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 could have folded the tent. Uh, after that after that that Pitt State game, uh, you could have finished what five and six. Uh, but but I give you credit. You 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 all you you fought you fought like hell the past two games. Uh, we we you know, Kearney was tough, and then you you rebounded yesterday and got the win. And you sent the next group of, of players. I want I want to touch on off the right way. Got you you ended this end of the season with the first winning record since two ten since twenty eighteen. Uh, so that's 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 no small feat, especially if you consider the amount of new players. And uh, under a first-year coaching staff, uh, I, you should be proud of yourselves. And I just, I really hope uh, that that those guys in the in the in the, in the locker room that are coming back next year, uh, that you, you understand now the bar has been set. Okay, now the the the, the bar has been set, and you've got to you got to build off it. I know we got a lot of talented guys returning, and, and so I I just like I said, I can't wait to see. What we do in year two of the Alan Doral era, but year 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 one to me was a rounding success um, because I, I know the bar was set low by outside, okay, and 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 so uh, you know I think I might have been on the high end. I said what I said probably the floor was was going to be five. I said it, but the floor would probably be about five. I said. Uh, ideally, I'm thinking this is this is probably a six seven win team, and and you got you got you got six. So I, I just I appreciate that, I really do. Like I said, I just I can't wait to see what happens next year. To the final group of men, there are eight guys that uh, 
took the field. For the last time yesterday. I just, uh, I give you great, great credit because when we talked to those guys, the ones we were able to talk to, right, uh, Trayvon, Johnny, Dante, they all said the same thing. They, they all said that they want, they want to get back winning. They, they want to leave. <clears throat> Lead the program. Or better than they found it. Um, because I think the only guys on the team that have experienced a winning season prior to this year in a USA uniform, uh, I know is Dante, Johnny, uh, Peyton Scott, and Marlo Hughes, they came in 2018, as did Jason Harris as well. That's only, what, four or five guys that ever experienced uh, a winning season in the bronze and blue. And I know when we talked to, to Dante after the—it was either after media day. I think it was, it was the spring update. No, was it the spring— I don't remember if it was, oh, I think it was the fall camp update. It might have been the, the fall camp update. And uh, you could, you, you, Dante, again, if, if you know Dante, which I'm sure you do by now because he's been on the channel numerous times and he's been on the podcast numerous times. Dante's a pretty chill, easygoing, going, going guy. But again, when I brought up the fact that they was picked, I think was it eighth or ninth? I think it might have been eighth. Uh, in the in the preseason conference polls, you could see it struck a nerve with him, and uh, and I said it then. I said I I knew the team is better than that. Okay, I know it was a four win team the last year's new coaching staff. Ball was set low. Okay, the 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 the, the, the ball was set low, but you but you could tell he took that personally. Uh, I know he wasn't the only man in the locker room that took that personally. And uh, I don't remember the exact words that he said, but it was more so like, but watch us. And, and you know, they, 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 they did it. I mean, they. It wasn't pretty at times. Uh, it was. It was a very long, winding, treacherous road. But I, I, I think they can safely say that they, 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 they did leave the program better than they found it, and that's that's not always the case. Um,
it just uh well it's tough because as I mentioned before with with uh Dante and Johnny, right, they were there, they signed in twenty seventeen. That was the first just started writing for the Vist of the Campus paper. If it was the first football coverage I ever had was signing day, those two men were in that signing class. And uh, the, first, the first question, I think the first player question I might have asked former head coach Nick Bobek was about Dante McGee because I saw he was an H-back. No, he, they, well, he, he was a running back. They signed him as well, they signed him as an H-back, which I was taking as running back because that used to be a term. He was either H-back or, or, or running back was the same before, you know, the event of the spread and the modern H-back. And I think I remember asking because I saw Dante was like 6'4", like 220, and I was like, is, is he really going to be a running back? And that was my very first question. Little did I know that six years later, uh, that that the man who I asked maybe maybe uh, novicely his position would would uh, Not only become a, a multiple-time all-conference guy, team captain, leader, um, but a friend. It'd be tough because but every year when I write down the roster, I have the roster, I read it, I write it on on the whiteboard, so I just have it there. Every year, uh, from from twenty eighteen until now, there's there well, yeah, I mean just I because there was twenty seventeen as well. But every every time I, look, I looked at the use of roster from twenty seventeen until now. A lot of names changed. A lot of faces changed. Two stayed the same. And that was Dante. I'm talking about Zelda Fourth. And just for context, when they signed. There was no performance center. I think they might have been either starting to build it or or or, or that was just a, like a, a, a artist rendering at that point. The weight room was in the gym. The locker room was in the gym. Where the waterfall is, is, is where they came down and ran on the field. Uh, it, so... Uh, I remember when we talked to Johnny about it. Did he ever, you know, when he kind of looked looked back on it at, at at all the changes and such, you know, like when he signed until now, because it's like a whole 
it's 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 a whole different it's a whole different animal now. Um, and 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 you know, a guy like Johnny that signed as a quarterback out of Carl Albert uh, and and registered his freshman year as a quarterback and then moved to receiver and then kind of came a jack of all trades, right? I mean, he's was a gadget player. Obviously, you saw the pass. He's he's he threw the staff against Kearney. I mean, he's a heck of a blocker. I've always said Johnny to me was was one of the better blocking receivers I've seen in the UCLA uniform. He was a pump returner. He was a fearless returner because uh, last year he uh, threw at a pun in between five Fort Hay State defenders. <laughs> I think that'll be my last memory of Johnny. Running up in the middle of five defenders to fill that pump with me screaming at the at the computer screen, Johnny, what are you doing? Uh, but but to, to just think about what the the role those guys had though, because you signed in twenty seventeen, right? You've had you had the two back to back eight win seasons. Okay, you had the injury plague twenty nineteen. They had they had twenty twenty. Okay, they had a disappointment of of last year, right? You have the option to leave at that point or come back for a sixth year, but with vastly with 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 the with the with the vastly different team, a new coaching staff, new schemes, and it would have been easy just to just to but you know what? Hey, we had a good run. You know, hey, we had two winning seasons in five years. We had two bowl wins. We swept Northeastern State, right? I, 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 you know, I mean, they had wins over ranked teams. It would have been very easy, and no one would have blamed them if they just said, you know what, we just we gonna hang it up and we just gonna go and and live our lives. But they they came back and they um because they wanted. To help the program get back to winning, and they and they, they were able to do that, and I, I just have great respect for that. Um, I just again, as I told them on the field, that it uh, it was an honor, it was a pleasure. I would do it many times over, and. Uh, that's gonna be gonna be tough. Not seeing them on the roster anymore, but you know, it's it's. Uh, I'm I'm glad glad they went out winners. I I really am. Really for the whole the whole class as a whole. Um, you know we 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 you know like 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 Michael Slater, right? We know. He was one of the guys I wasn't able to talk to post-game, unfortunately. I was able to talk to a few guys, not all of them, so I just want to go ahead and thank them all here. Uh, to, 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 to Mike, I just, bro, you just, just to be, uh, he's a beast, man. I just, I just got to, I just got to say, uh, I, I, you're a funny guy off the field, but you're all business on the field, and I, I, I know you might not have had the season this year, you wanted to, you know, you was banged up some. 
obviously after the season you had last year, uh, you you was getting double teamed just this off 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 rip. But just 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 know that by far, uh, you and the next man I'm about to touch on uh, probably two most dominant defensive linemen I've seen in the use of uniform during my five years of of of, of covering. And and uh, there's a, there was a lot of good defensive linemen that have came through. And, but uh, I, I, you, you and Robert, um, y'all different cats, man. Uh, I just, I just, I hope you get a shot at one of the various leagues because I, 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 I feel like, boy, if, if no one gives you all the chance, that's, that's, that, that's their, their loss. Um, as I said, don't be strangers. Uh, you know, I, I hate the doors always open. Rob, I know able to talk to you post game. I'm I'm gonna miss saying Robert Fuentes, different cat every single week. Uh, I would he was able to do it with pretty much one arm for the majority of the season. Uh, I, I, I a lot of men couldn't do it two. Uh, the sack against Grove West Missouri right there. Says a lot. I know your motor, your energy, sometimes bitch you in the butt with the, with the penalties. But I just, I never forget that first game. You were in a UCL uniform. At the time, I didn't know you had just gotten there like a week before fall camp. And on the final drive of that Missouri Western game, when you shot out of a cannon four straight times and, and, and helped force that Raekwon Wicks game ceiling pick, uh, I I knew you were different, uh, and and I just I just I it the same with Mike. It it uh, man, no, it's uh honor and a pleasure because very rarely do you get to see defensive line play like that. Uh, and, and I know you two were a big, a big part of that. Uh, so I, I, I do, I do, I thank you. And, and, and I wish you the best of luck moving forward. Uh, to your fellow senior defensive lineman, Jordan Lavu. Uh, I, 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 listen, uh, Jordan, I know you, you, you weren't, you weren't a stat stuffer, but when you got in the game, you know, you did your job, you know, you, you held the line against the run. Uh, you, you, you did provide pass rush there, uh, which can sometimes be overlooked, right? If, if the stats aren't there, just know, just know that I saw what you did. I appreciated what you did, uh, and I just I'm wishing you the best of luck in the future. Again, doors always open. I uh, just I wish you the best of luck there, Von Derrick. And man, listen, I appreciate you spending your last year in a UCL uniform. Uh, I, there could have been other places you could have gone with more established stability at that point, not coming to a team after a coaching change and a lot of roster shuffling. And so I, I to to 
to decide this is this is where you wanted to play your final games of football. Uh, I really do appreciate that. Uh, I, you had some moments as well this year. Uh, so I, I, I thank you again. It was an honor and a pleasure. Again, door is always open. Don't be, don't be a stranger. Um, the Francisco Moreno, the punter story is, is, is very inspiring. Um, to anybody that has a dream, because what you did to 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 get a a, a U.S. education, and, and not many people in this in this world, quite frankly, would would do. So, I I hey, I appreciate you coming on and telling your story. I know it's been tough for our Steelers so far. I and I know Johnny's feeling it too. But hopefully we turn it around. But again, it's, it's an honor and it was a pleasure to, to have met you, talk to you, covered you. Again, doors always open. Don't be a stranger. Uh, Jason Harris, you know, I, 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 give, I give you credit. I give you credit for coming back after two injuries. A lot of guys would have just, just said, forget it. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad you were able the end your career on the field, in your career, making TFL, making sacks, making making fumble recoveries, touchdowns, or whatever it was a pick six, whatever it was. I'm glad you was able to end it on the field. Um, I'm 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 so disappointed you didn't come back, man. I just I was like, well, you know, at least at least I have Jason Harris next year again, and and then I come to find out, no, nah, the man was walking yesterday, so. Uh, but again, as I told you on the field, uh, it was an honor and it was a it was a pleasure. And again, the door is always open. Don't be a stranger. Uh, Trayvon Craig, I just I I I, I mean, I'll tell you what. If you ever down in the dumps, li- listen to the Francisco Moreno and Trayvon Craig episodes uh, because the odds. Those men overcame is uh you know it's 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 why I do what I do because it's powerful stories like that get overlooked because of the number after the d and and it, it's 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 unfortunate that that's the case. I feel very fortunate that I was able to 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 meet those two men and have the opportunity to tell the stories. But the Trayvon to come all the way from Milwaukee with no assurance of anything. You you I mean you you were a college wrestler. You just you, you wanted to play football. You moved to Oklahoma. You said you was going to community college. You, you did a walk-on tryout at UCO at a position that at that time was very, 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 very deep. And and not only did you make the roster, but you made an immediate impact as a special teams ace. And and then the past two years as an off and on starter. And, and I'm 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 glad to have been able to to have I said have, have told your stories to. I have covered you, and I'm glad you was able to end your career with a win. I wish it. And I wish it didn't have to end on the circumstances that it had to end on. 
Uh, but regardless, I'm I'm glad you went out the winner, and I'm glad you went out. Hopefully, changing the culture for the better. I believe that is all the seniors that was there. Uh, again, to all those gentlemen, it was an honor. It was a pleasure. It, uh, it's not every day you get the opportunity to connect with a group of men or a team as a whole the way I have this year. Uh, it's 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 special i think that's that's why it it it's it hurts more that the season ends uh because it was such a such an effortless Thing to cover these guys every week, I, you know. It, it the football, the season's a grind. Let's be honest, because I'm a nine to five, right? I'm a nine to five, so I spend my two off days in a press box in front of a computer screen, watching the games. I, I didn't have to come home. I had to record. I have to edit. I have to pull highlights. I have to edit. I have to upload. There, there's a lot of time on my end that goes into it, and 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 sometimes. It it can feel it can feel like a like a, a chore, but I have to say, for this team, it it didn't feel like that, and 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 I, I it, it, it it's 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 because of the the openness of the team, the the support of the team, the the I mean, every time on the field, I it was a I appreciated. You know, thank you. You were sharing. You was retweeting. You was liking, and they don't. You don't get that. You don't get that everywhere. And, and so, I think that's what makes it tough because it's such a great group of men. And you know, I know it did. The season didn't end the way we all wanted it to, but it 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 ended with a win. And and a winning record, and that team is able to hold their heads up high. And the seniors are able to hold their heads up high. Because they... Because what they did goes beyond the record. Okay. What they did, the foundation, this team, and those eight men that chose to lead it, Help set this program up for hopefully long-term success moving forward. And they should be proud of themselves. I know I'm proud of them. As I said, it's been a... It's tough. 
it's a it's been an honor and a pleasure. So I just wanted to know, Cho Sauce Wolf Report. I appreciate you. Smooth appreciate you. Doors always open. Don't be strangers. Um, so again, I, I just with that out the way now. I I had to get that off my chest. I really did. I know it took it took a while, but I I, I had to say it because I don't. Those men deserved it. Those coaches deserved it. You all, as fans and supporters, deserved it. It, it, it. Like I said, I, I am. The, the, the emotion here is, is definitely pure. Okay, it's, 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 it's definitely pure. Um. So I, 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 I. It's funny how I was supposed to transition off that. Um, I guess I can start because. So, uh, in, in terms of in 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 terms of of, I mean, it's all good news, right? It's all good news. Obviously, you know, guys finish their career with a with a a win. You might have noticed though, when I was going through the list of seniors, there was one guy. There was one 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 guy. Now, if you if you were on Twitter Friday. Okay, you saw that that very quick uh, uh, thank you appreciation post. Uh, I posted there. I didn't know if I'd be able to make a full one and upload to the YouTube channel. There's one guy I mentioned in that video that uh, I fully had expected to walk. However, when I was clarifying the seniors before the game with uh, man Chris Brannick, he informed me that this man was not walking, and and and, and I, I had heard that this man had another season of eligibility. Now I don't know what, where, in the this is the COVID year. I I do not know, but and the man told me this post game as well. Yeah, that QB wants to farm Brown is indeed returning next season. Now I I gotta say when I heard this news. Uh, to say I was over the moon would would be a a gross understatement, uh, because I, I was like I said I was full I was fully expecting uh, to hear his name when I was listing off the off the guys. So <laughs> when Chris shook his head, no, uh, <laughs> I mean I, I hey listen I'm I'm all here for it because we we've seen the strides Steph made this year. Okay, we we know what it was last year. It was good. It was great in the season opener, but after that, it was not good. And to see the growth this year, so you gotta imagine here what another year, another full off season it will be able to do here. Now he has some chemistry. Because remember, it was almost a whole new receiving core minus Johnny Bazzelli Ford and Dante McGee. So you figure now he has chemistry with the receiving core. Right, he's kind of got a good feel for the offensive line. I, I, this is this is fantastic news here. I mean, because if you if you look at what we're returning, because I ran into into Lane Grantham, he's coming back. Uh, as far as I know of, like Dylan Buckheit is coming back. Um, like Marlo Hughes is coming back. I mean, they. I, I, there's a there's a there's a lot of talent coming coming back here. This is 
And, and, and we got the man that let's be let's be honest here helped win a lot of games this year. Is is coming back? I I I, I this is this is a great news. I mean, this is like. This is this is this is program altering news here, and I, I'm I'm hey I'm glad because uh, I got to, I can uh, I don't have to rip that bandaid off until next year. Uh, but on a serious note, though, this is this is very good news. This is this is very great news. Uh, just on top of of great momentum heading heading into the off season here, so. Uh, I'm hey, I'm I am all for it. That's fantastic. I can't wait to see what Steph does in the offseason here, moving forward. Really, the team as a whole, I, I I can't wait to see because if you look at the amount of, of freshmen and sophomores that that played this year, I the, the experience that they got is 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 really invaluable. Uh, and and, and this should pay pay dividends here in the very 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 near future. So uh, I just wanted to go ahead and make that known uh, just in case some were wondering why that was the case. But that is indeed the case that he is indeed uh, coming back. So that's, that's, uh, that's, that's great news. So we'll go ahead and get into the recap now with Zach out of the way. So UCO would, uh, we lose the coin toss to Missouri again. Clip by former offensive coordinator in quotations, Josh Lamberson, chose to defer. A UCO would would open up very strong. Actually, Kobe Stevens, uh, we know, had those three great returns against Missouri West in the opener. Ran this back to I believe the UCL forty. It was a fantastic return there. Uh, Andrew Carney would get to start at running back because we was down. obviously draped towards ACL again. Just unfortunate for the band there. Wishing the man a speedy recovery. On um, the sheer Kipper is also banged up as well. I think he had two, three. No, he had two offensive snaps in the game. I know he was on a kickoff unit, but I, I was told he has been been banged up as well the past week. Did have Jalen Cottrell and Peyton Scott was indeed back. He would get hurt in the game. Come back. I saw him post-game. <laughs> I was trying to congratulate the man. And all he did was shake his head and just try to get healthy, man. I, I really hope, really hope next year the man can stay healthy because I, 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 know, I know he was hoping for a, a, a big season. Right, we we saw what Peyton could 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 do when he was healthy. You saw that touchdown run he had uh, against Northeastern State. You saw the 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 division, the, the ability to cut right there. I just hope that he can have a good senior season next year. Uh, he was he he was there, but the the main bell cow was true freshman fullback Andrew Carney, the converted quarterback out of Collinsville. I gotta say, Andrew Carney, I Chris Brennan was was he <laughs> was reading his season numbers prior to the game. Well, like during the game, and it was your typical fullback numbers, right? It was like four yards this game, five yards this game, a whopping ten yards this game, two yards this game, right? Because he's just short yardage guy. Uh, but as you will see today, Andrew Carney proved he was much, 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 much more than a short yardage yardage guy. 
Now, we started that off with a big run. Ayuso was driving. However, Jacob Delso would have a fumble at the UCO 23. Hold up. There's that? Yeah, and the, yeah, yeah. And um, however, UCO would hold on defense. They would force a missed field goal. System was, system was zero. Full disclosure, system was zero. What? Okay. Let, let, me, let, me, let me say this. It was a very ugly football game. It was called what it was. It was a very ugly football game by both teams. Uh, at UCM, if, if we, they, they missed two, like, 20, 20-yard field goals. Probably should have won the game, let's be honest here. But then at the same time, UCL also had, I think it was three turnovers, as we will see. So that's three more chances to, you know, score. I, I just I, there were there were times in that game I sat there and I think I asked like just the overall press box like does anybody want to win this football game? It was a very 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 ugly football game. <laughs> and I was just glad. I was just glad you were able to win. I remember I saw Coach Curley as I was walking off the off the field. <laughs> and Coach, <laughs> they Coach Curley said it best. He said it was ugly. And, but it was a win. <laughs> and that's, you know what, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. It was a win. It got the guys over 500 and it sent the seniors out right. But it just, so just know it, it was, a, I mean, if you, if you were there, you watched the game, you know. But it, it was a very, very, very ugly football game. Um, so after that, it would remain zero. You show would capitalize on the next drive. Off of two Stephon Brown runs and a nice Jalen Cottrell catch where he made a juke and then ran over a man. Would be capped off at the 301 mark by Andrew Corney on a touchdown run. Beginning at seven to nothing again. That was that was that probably might have been the one of the better drives of the season. Because they was able to just line up in the ace and the eye formation with Peyton Scott as a fullback. Now listen, now I know. I know Peyton might not be by my life this suggestion here, but when we, if you recall, we talked to running backs coach James Gilbert. Yeah, he he said it without a shadow of a doubt, Peyton Scott was the best blocker that they had in that running back room. Okay, and and, and you know I have to say, if you remember Lincoln, I said I was surprised. That he was in a fullback blocking for Jace. Uh, he did the same against North Northeastern State. And he did the same yesterday. And I listen, Payne Scott was putting dudes on the ground, man. Okay, I'm just simply saying here. I I just, I feel I feel listen, I don't I, I'm not saying we need to move Payne Scott to fullback permanently. Uh, but at the same time, I mean. I think listen, if we can paint Scott as like a lead blocker on these like inside dives and traps and stuff, I'm not gonna be complaining because like I said before, if you go back, watch that, if you watch that game closely, because even I had to point it out in the press box because it was kind of overlooked. If you watch that closely, he was tattooing his men at the line of scrimmage here. And you know, so uh, I, I just want to give Peyton Scott a lot of credit because that was some textbook blocking he had in that in that in that football game. So uh 
I, I shot there to uh, Peyton, Peyton Scott, but that would, however, give you still a seven nothing lead after the first quarter. Uh, nothing of note really happened until the nine forty four mark in the second quarter. Jacob Delson had a catch of the season. Uh, I just with, without question, he's had. I believe three of the top five catches this, this season had a one-handed catch on the sideline. Now, if you recall, he had that beautiful catch against Lincoln uh, in the corner of the of the end zone there. And but this this by far surpassed it. I mean, he, he reached way up there, grabbed it. Reeled it in, she carried it with, with one hand. I think might actually got two feet there uh, uh, in balance. I just gotta, gotta say, Jacob Delso has been, a, again, he was the unknown because, what is he? He's a sophomore. He did not play much at uh, Eastern Michigan. But I, I, I listen, I have to say, this, I do the usual receiving core the very bright future. We said this, we said this, we'll talk about it more in the in the re, in the season recap portion. Uh just know that that's a unit with a very bright, bright future. Uh, however, that drive will unfortunately end in a uh field goal that was partially blocked from 50 yards out, giving it a seven to three game. Uh let's see here then. Nothing or note would really happen until the 303 mark in which Steph was strip sacked. It was recovered by UCM at the UCL 35. However, UCM will hold him to a field goal with nine seconds left to hold a 7-3 lead into the half. Coming out the half, Michael Slater. Just uh, you know, again, I know it wasn't the season that the man wanted to have, but he went out on a very high note. Had a sack. I think it was on the third down, maybe. But he had he had a sack. So he was getting blocked. He was getting blocked with one arm. Sack Cedric Case, who's like 6'3", like 215. He's a big dude. With one, <laughs> with one arm while getting blocked. Man made the sack. I just, I just, Michael, I just... Different man, he's. I said this before. He's 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 he's, he's different. However, the, on the next play, unfortunately, Javion on Dangerfield with fumble fumble on the pump return. That be recovered at the usual eighteen. Again, the defense will hold. I think they actually lost two yards on that series, and they missed another twenty something yard field goal again. He pushed it right. You know, they keeping it a seven to three game. Uh, UCL would then capitalize off of that again as Jalen Cottrell would have a beautiful touchdown catch and run. After a missed extra point, I think Covello hit the hit the upright. Make it 13-3 at the 8-15 mark. So it, I will say, I will say, uh, UCL did do a much better job of capitalizing off of the UCM Turnovers, I guess you you could you could you could you could you could say because of the two missed field goals they was able to score touchdowns on them. So I was very I was very pleased that 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 was the case because as we know, the past three weeks when those opportunities happened, it just did not result in points. So I I, I am glad that that was the case. And then nothing of note there would would happen is what well, well it would be there would be on defensively on the next series. 
Uh, Jamori Reddy, true freshman, uh, corner out of Union. That was somebody that Coach, Coach McGuire was high on. He would have a TFL and did a strip sack shortly after that. A few plays later, that would be that would be recovered by UCM, but would lead to a punt. And then at the one fifty-two mark, Andrew Carney on fifteen carries would surpass hundred yards for the first time in his career. Shout out there to Andrew Carney. So we would end the third quarter. You show up by ten. At that point, you was feeling fairly confident here because it was a two-score game. UCM had done nothing of much but try to shuttle for for short field goals that they only was one of three out of. Uh, the fourth quarter would open with a again yeah, David Vargas uh, just. Uh, yeah, I do not know. I do not know what Swasu did to fumble the bag so brutally there on David Vargas. David Vargas, I know Coach Doral has mentioned this a few times. By far one of the better punters, if not the best punter in the in the conference. He showed it again by pinning UCM at their own four-yard line. Uh, it, I will say that was a drive there. I think it got blown. That was a fantastic. Was that was that the drive? That was not the drive. That, but there was still there was great plays there by Trayvon. Hey, he he had a TFL. Julius Coates had a pass breakup on there. But UCM, um, UCM would score. I did, I don't know if there had been a confusion in the, in the secondary on two plays because they had they had a deep they had a deep well they had a deep sideline catch. The man was clearly. Out of bounds, but Coach Drove couldn't challenge it because he used a challenge earlier on a third and I think it was like 18. He thought uh, Cedric Case had passed nine scrimmage when he threw the ball for the first down, but uh, that would lead to a touchdown because again, I don't know if there was a bust in the secondary. We just, we just know, we just know what that issue is uh we so I just but it led to a touchdown they made a three point game at the six fifty one mark. However on the next defensive drive the defense would come up big there. Julius Coates had another pass breakup. Amante Davis had a TFL and then Michael Slater flattened the guy to force a punt. UCO would be able to run off about three about maybe about two minutes uh, they were stopped on fourth down. They, it was fourth and five. They called a quarterback draw. Step was a yard short. With a minute two left, however, UCM was out of timeouts at that point in time. The usual defense, however, would, would, would hold, get a fourth down stop with 15 seconds left, and then they was able to go out there and take a knee and send the seniors off in with a winning record. 13 to 10 win over Central Missouri. If we're looking at the numbers for UCO, 18 first downs, 172 yards rushing, or 47 carries. Golly, I didn't know we ran the ball that many times. Okay. 158 yards passing, 330 yards of offense on 63 plays. Uh, we were 6 of 13 on third downs. That's probably like a season high. Against a team not named Northeastern State or Lincoln. Uh 01 on fourth, 101 in the red zone. Then looking at Central Missouri, 10 first downs. I think it was 14 first downs, 61 yards rushing, 
on 25 carries. Again, shout out there to Brandon uh, Lechtenberg and that and that, that defensive unit. 208 yards passing, 269 yards offense. Fantastic defense there. 4 or 16 on third. Fantastic. 1 or 2 on fourth and 1 or 2 in the red zone. Looking at the individual numbers, Stephon Brown, 10 or 16, a buck 58, one touchdown. Long of 41, sacked three times. Uh, running the ball, Andrew Coyne led the way, 23 carries, 117 yards, one touchdown. Long of 17, 5.1 yards. A carry. Full disclosure, that is the Choso Podcast Player of the Week. Stephon Brown, 13 carries, 36 yards. Long of 14, 2.8 yards a carry. Jalen Cottrell, 6 carries, 12 yards. Long of 5, 2 yards a carry. The Sheer Kipper, 2 carries, 7 yards. Long of 8, 3.5 yards a carry. Receiving, Jalen Cottrell led the way. 5 catches, 77 yards, 1 touchdown. Long of 35, 51 yards after the catch. Jacob Delso, 4 for 75, long of 41, 18 yards after the catch. Dangerfield, 1 for 6. Uh, and then looking here, punting the ball, David Vargas had 4 punts. Long of 52, 41 and a half yards a punt. 1 inside the 20. Then if we look at the tackles on the day... I can pull it up here. Here we go. Uh, led the way by Blake Barone, seven tackles, one TFL, one hurry. Trevon Craig, five tackles, one TFL. Dylan Buckheit, five tackles, one TFL. J- Connor Johnson, five tackles. Dylan Buckheit also had one pass breakup as well. Uh, Tavis McDonald, five tackles. Amante Davis, four tackles, one TFL. Uh, where we at here? Oh, well, one one breakup. Noah West four tackles, one quarterback hurry. Kobe Stevens three tackles. Michael Slater three tackles. One and a half TFLs. One sack. One breakup. One hurry. Jamori Ray three tackles. Two TFLs. One sack. One forced fumble. Robert Fuentes two tackles. One TFL. One hurry. Jonathan Mosley, two tackles. Chase Faber, two tackles. Hunter Largen, two tackles. Half TFL, one hurry. Steph had a tackle on one of the turnovers. Again, he just... Ah, boy, you just... You just uh, <laughs> oh, man, I just, I just gotta love Steph. Uh, Julius, one tackle, two breakups. Uh, Nicky Covado had a tackle on a kickoff. Jordan LeVu, one tackle. So... Uh, yeah, like I said uh, it, it. It was not. It was not. It was not pretty. But it was indeed a win, and that's all you can you can you can ask for. I mean, if you're looking overall at the season, you know, uh, uh, it, it, it's 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 it was it was a roller coaster. Okay, but I I will say if you go back and you probably ask. Let's be honest here. If you ask the majority of UCL fans after the 35-0 loss in the season opener, if you thought at any point in this season that UCL would, number one, be top three in the conference, 
or number two would finish the season with a winning record. I feel like a lot of people might have said that you were lying. Now I saw a lot of good in that in that in that loss that I harped on because remember I said the defense we knew we we, we saw what the defense was going to do this season. Uh, we also knew the offense had a lot of moving pieces there. That's why I said to give it a few games before we really judge. I think I said give it like four games before we really judge the team. Okay, and, and and we saw once they kind of found their identity, right? They 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 were able to rattle off wins. Obviously, we had the Emporia game that still that uh, that 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 game again. If you're a true fan of football, that 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 was a that was a fantastic football game. I just went, the way Steph willed that team to victory there. If if you if you were not moved after the game by the fighting effort of that man. And that that defense right there, I I don't know what to tell you. Uh, then we had the Missouri Southern game. I I still don't know what happened in the second and the fourth quarter of that that football game. Uh, but then they rattled off three straight with the three four straight wins. And they beat Northwest, which I called. I went again, putting that out there, which which I which I called Lincoln Northeastern State, which is still the best half of football I've ever seen on a UCF football team. Don't know what that was. Uh, I just would like to get that a lot more next season, if if possible, because that was uh that was a sight to behold. Fort Hayes again. That was a game I also called. I said Fort Hayes was not going to lie down. Uh, that is a prideful program, and 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 they they came in there and fought. And then we had we had the Washburn game, which that, again that was. Yeah, I know the score says thirty-seven and nine. You should have won that football game. They, they, have, they, there was a lot of opportunities missed in that football game. We had, we had, we had uh, discussed that. So I was not feeling too, too down. Plus, the win was just brutal at that point, and it, and it, it couldn't pass the ball because of the win. It, 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 it was, it was very tough. It was, it was, it was very, 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 very tough. Pitch day, we know what that was. And again, I was glad they responded last week against Kearney. They should have won the game, but I appreciate the fight they had and obviously what happened there yesterday. Uh, then looking here at the season total, usually was able to outscore their opponents on the season by eight. Uh, in the first quarter, they outscored Phyllis 58 to 54. In the second, outscored them 84 to 57. However, in the second half of games, they was outscored in the third, 51 to 49, and then the fourth, 77 to 56. Now, it must be prefaced here. UCL did play a lot of conservative football in the second half uh, solely because of the ability of the defense. Uh, we saw that against Northwest. We saw that, obviously, we saw it against Lincoln and North, North and uh, Northeastern State, just solely because of what the what the score was at the at the at the at the, at the, the half. We also saw it though against Central Missouri and Fort Hayes as well. Uh, I mean, they just given, like I said, that's as close to the man's won championships. I, I, who am I to judge if it's if it's working? Uh, Looking at the numbers here, usually averaging twenty two point four points again. I will say, I will say, we, we definitely need the offense to take the next step uh, uh, next season because uh, you you could give them a pass this year, right? Because all the new faces, but now we've got we should have an experienced line 
experienced receiving core. We've got an experienced backfield now. We've got we've got the man running the show back and stuff. That I'm expecting at least 28 points a game next year, minimum, minimum. Uh, just based on what, just based on what we've seen, the offense can do and what they have back with the experience with another full off season. Minimum, we should be scoring four touchdowns a game. I, 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 I feel like that's not asking for too, too much. Uh, running the ball this year, they averaged 147.8 yards a game. That, that's, I mean, that would be the highest in quite some time, I feel like. I, I don't remember us averaging that much running the ball before. Uh, four yards a carry, 16 rushing touchdowns. On the season, throwing for 192.7 yards again, probably about the lowest we've ever had in my time covering. But again, it was a change in philosophy. Uh, 340 and a half yards a game offensively. Let's see here. We had kind of turnovers. We had nine interceptions, lost eight fumbles, so 17 turnovers on the season. Let's see. We were we got we do have to improve on third downs. We can't be twenty seven point five six percent. That's but a lot of that is because we got behind the chains and it was like third and ten, third and longs. Just you can't win football games like that. A fifty five percent on fourth allowed twenty sacks. I think most of those sacks was early in the season. I know we had three yesterday. I mean, so the, 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 I, I will say, I, once the line, it, it, here's the thing, if, if, the, if the line can find consistency, then we're going to be good. Because again, when we saw the offensive line was, was, was able to put in good performances, the offense had success. Uh, we need to see that, though, for 11 straight games. I feel like we saw it for maybe about... Five and a half, six games. If we can get that for 11 games, I, I think that will also help out the offense too. Uh, scored 30 touchdowns this season, 14 and 18 on field goals, 28 or 37 in the red zone, 19 of them being touchdowns, 25 or 28 on PATs. Then defensively, and this has to be definitely the lowest since. 2018. I would have to go back and look at what those numbers are in 2018. That defense had like two or three shutouts that that season, if I'm not mistaken. That was a very that was that's what this defense could have been if the secondary was there. Okay, because that 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 that, that 2018 defense. If you're a long term listener here, long time listener. Uh, you recall that the secondary was nasty. You had former All-American o- uh, safety Ocean Harris. You had my man Jakari Hunt. Oh, God, I miss Jakari. If you saw Jakari Hunt play, it, 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 oh, oh, boy. Jakari would have been right at home on this defense. But oh, oh, man. That's, that guy could hit, bro. He, he put a man in a neck brace. Oh, just, oh. Love Jakari. Uh, you you had you had Malik Walker at, at corner. You had Daniel Bauman when he was good at corner, and then you had Kobe Underwood who was just clutch. I would say he was like 
Zach Sanchez, the man was in fight out, fight out clutch. Uh, and like I said, and then you had a front seven. I I wouldn't say it, the front seven. This front seven was better than that front seven. That front seven was also really good. But this this to me was an elite front seven. Uh, but it's still so. This is definitely though the the, the best the best numbers though I, I believe since that time, allowing only twenty one point seven points a game. And you ain't look if you take away quite frankly here, you take away the collapse against Missouri Southern, and then you take away the the Washburn and Pitt State game. With you, this defense would only have allowed twenty points. Or more on two occasions. Okay, like like, like this. This is a, this is a very good defense. Again, I, I get. I say this every week because I know that the numbers, yardage wise, might look bad. And I I always say I do not care about the numbers. The only numbers I care about is what is on the scoreboard. And I got to if you're only allowing three touchdowns a game, you can win a lot of football games. Okay, and 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 I said it numerous times. The defense in almost every game this season gave UCO a chance to win the game. That's where the offense has got to take the next step here. If we are able, if we if we're trying to get back in the top half of the conference and stay there, then the offense has got to take the next step because defense is there. Okay, the the defense is there. Because now, yes, you're gonna say. You're 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 losing Rob, you're losing Mike. But I'll, 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 I'll tell you this because Hunter Largen took a big step this year at and and nose guard. I just absolute force. Julie Julius coach came on very strong the last what four games of the season. Uh, and, and I had to say if 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 he carries that in the next season. Okay, that that's a guy against Curry was getting double teamed and still getting 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 the pass rush. Okay, you look at Zay Adams was was hurt off and on this season. Okay, so if you get him back healthy, right, you got Mike Poe Jr. who we 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 all saw what Mike Poe Jr. can do. That it was his coming out party. Okay, you still have Montreal Cozart. You still have 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 Vaca there as well. And then you're forgetting here, you've got a very good freshman coming off red shirt and uh, Zachary Stillwell that I, I'm very high on. Also have Calvin Hutchings, North Texas transfer. Uh, he was coming on strong too before he got he got hurt. So that's still a very good defensive line unit there for Coach, Coach uh, Rashad Sanders. Uh, they, they keep adding talent to it every year. I'm sure they will go out and add some more talent to it. Uh, but I, again, I suspect that 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 the that, that the defense they return the bulk of the secondary, right? It, uh, Amante Davis and Tim McDonald played decent, went good in spurts. Jamori Ray came on really strong there as well. Uh, fellow true freshman Aaron Hamilton also had a few moments. I know he had that pick against Northeastern State. He had some moments there too. Uh, Raekwon Wicks was again when he was healthy. Right, we know what he can do. I know he was he was banged up. I was me and Kobe Stevens. Uh, I say overall he avoided the sophomore slump, but it, it was very inconsistent. I uh, saw so if we could just get the consistency there, 
Uh, Dylan Buckhide was solid as always. He didn't make as many splash plays, you could say. He kind of he kind of did what his safety last year, Marshall Washington did, where he didn't make a lot of the flashy plays. He just made solid, really good football plays. I, I feel like that was that was Dylan this season. Also, feel like teams didn't throw it his way as much uh, because they obviously saw the saw this scouting report. Uh, and 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 then you have Jonathan Mosley. He I know he got he got banged up. I think he has a foot injury. He got banged up there yesterday. Uh, again, very inconsistent at times. It looked good at other times. You just you just you just you just don't know. Uh, and the same with Kyle Murray. He also had uh, his, his moments. And we just got to get more consistent there. I, I we. Uh, we especially in in the in the corners because I, there's too many there's too many laps and coverages and and miscommunications like we 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 have to get that fixed because the front seven is is too good for them not to hold their own uh, you know what I mean so like that's 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 got to be something here that 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 has to be has to be fixed. Um, but back to numbers here, uh, allowing 138.4 yards a game, rushing 3.7 yards a carry, 14 touchdowns, 202 yards a game, passing 15 touchdowns or 13 picks. I, I will say this was a very opportunistic defense. Uh, they, 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 that they, they, they forced a bunch of turnovers. You got to respect that. Again, we just have to capitalize off of those turnovers, uh, allowing only 341 yards a game. Anytime you hold somebody under 350 in this day and age of football, you're doing something right. Where we at here? So they forced, they forced, or they forced 13 interceptions and recovered eight fumbles. So they, so they did have a, a plus in the turnovers, which is very good. Uh, they're looking on third down. They allowed only 39% fantastic, only 28% on fourth fantastic. Had 20 sacks, probably should have at least five or six more. They weren't able to bring guys down. Uh, allowed 31 touchdowns, 10 or 9 or 11 on field goal, 29-34 in the red zone, 21 of them being touchdowns. Uh, and then we're looking at the individual numbers on the season, leading the way passing. Stephon Brown, 1,784 yards, 12 touchdowns, 6 picks. A lot of those picks came late in the season. I know he had a few against Washburn. It was caught in the wind. Uh, you you take, take those away. You take the one he had against... Kearney last week, uh, he tried. Uh, uh, he uh, he tried. I saw what he was trying to do because he, he did. He did. He did have Dante. He just he just floated it and tried to probably put some more juice on it. So he should probably only have four if you take away the two that was caused by the win up there against Washburn. Again, much better than than it, than it was last year. But to me, what's impressive? I think he completed. 51% of passes last year. He's up to 65.29%. That is a massive jump. That is a massive, 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 massive jump. 
And it wasn't like we were throwing screens and swings every pass. Like he was still pushing the ball down the field. That is very impressive. I have to give Steph credit there uh, because the man, again, before he came on, he did say what his shortcoming was, what he needed to work on. And and again, when we, when we talked to Coach Curley, we talked to Coach Adam Ectenberg, we talked to Coach Doral, they all sung Steph's praises. Uh, we talked to the players, right? We talked to Lane. Uh, he sung his praises. We talked to Dante. We talked to Johnny. They sung the man's praises. And, and I, I say the man definitely showed it. I just, I'm glad he's coming. I'm glad he's coming back because you got to understand this here now. With, with the XFL coming back, there's the XFL, there's the USFL, there's Canada, there's the NFL. Okay. I'm just saying. We know the talent the man possesses. We know the leadership the man possesses. We know the fight the man possesses. I still stand by it. That's why I was overjoyed when he came back. Because I feel like if he comes back, he improves on this season, okay? We're able to protect him better for the majority of the season. Okay, the receivers are able to take that next step. And you can't tell me if, if he has another, if he improves off this season right here, okay, and say the man completes 68% of his passes, UCO wins seven, eight games, you cannot tell me that he does not get a look at one of the leads. Because I go back, I said at the very beginning of the season here, there are a few guys that could play at the next level on this team. That I said it was Robert Fuentes, is Michael Slater, and Dante McGee. I, I know he had a down year. I know he had a down year, but I still stand by that fact. I, I know Coach Donald still stands by that by that fact. That's a guy I firmly believe should be able to play at the next level at one of the one of the one of the one of the various leagues. Uh Hunter Largen, I believe, is next-level guy because, again, very rarely do guys of his size have that athletic ability. Okay. And, and Steph. There's, there's five guys I firmly believe have a shot at the at next level. I will say, if if Julius Coates can uh, do what he did the last three games for, for his last 11 games, he's got a shot as well uh, because that that's... Again, that's a very big athletic guy right there. So again, I I I just I'm, I hope we have another great season there out of Steph. Uh, he averaged a hundred sixty-two point one yards a game, long at eighty. And Peyton Thompson, the always who transfer, two hundred eighty-eight yards, one touchdown, two picks, fifty-five point five percent completion percentage, along of fourteen. J.D. Geneva uh, got his first two passes of his college, college career this year. Two or two, 30, 33 yards, 100%, longer 18 with a stat line. Johnny Marzell, the fourth, one of two, a one pick, 50%, along of 15. And looking at us rushing the ball, Stephon Brown leading rusher on the season. 119 carries, 469 yards, would have had. 612 minus the sacks, 3.9 yards of carry, six touchdowns, 65 uh, 
long as 65, 42.6 yards a game. Dylan Cottrell, 72 carries, 361. Three touchdowns, five yards a carry, long as 83, 32.8 yards a game. The Sierra Camper, 50 carries, only 201 yards. I feel like he had more yards than that. Okay. Uh, four yards a carry, two touchdowns, long as 24, 20 yards a game. Andrew Carney, 43 carries, 182 yards, 4.2 yards a carry, three touchdowns, long as 17, 16.5 yards a game. Jace Gardner, 42 carries, 175, one touchdown, 4.2 yards a carry, long as 34, 25 yards a game. I, I, I have to, that that is a man, though, I have to give a shout-out to because we know we know early in the season he got in the doghouse, right? We know he played two snaps offensively in the season opener. Did not see any more offensive snaps in Tony Lincoln game. And I felt like made the most out of his carries, was able to earn back the starting job against Penn State. I just hate he got hurt in that game because, I, again, we saw if, if you were here last year, you saw what Jace could do. I watched the band for three years and more. I know what the man can do. I, if, if we get, if he get, if he get him back, if we get him back to twenty twenty one form, okay, and you've got him back, you've got Nasir back, you've got Jennifer Trail back. Who uh, shout out to him because that that was that was that was as a guy another guy. One of the best coaches, James Gilbert, was also high on as well. Uh, he said they moved him over from from receiver, and he was very pleased about what he saw out of out of him in the spring. And, and I, listen, I'm just, <laughs> Coach Gilbert knows <laughs> because he called it on Peyton, and he called it on Jalen Cottrell. So uh, I just uh, I, I shout out there to Coach Gilbert as well because. He had to do a lot of a lot of shuffling uh, this season because of injuries, and I think that 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 unit overall, given the line and 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 given, I think they did a good job. I I, I really do. I really do. So shout out there to Coach 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 Gilbert. Uh, but I I think though that could be a very good backfield because I believe if all those guys return, we are four deep now. Not many teams can say that you're four deep. You've got Nate Jones, the freshman out of Clinton, off registered. Now I did learn that Antonio Junior Smith, who got hurt, retired, came back. I heard I heard that he has he has quit. So, but still, that that's that's still a very deep backfield. And again, I'm sure they're going to bring in more talent as well. Uh, Peyton Scott, 19 carries, 97 yards, one touchdown, long of 49, five yards of carry. Again, just a fantastic blocker. Uh, Peyton Thompson, 13 carries, 38 yards, 2.9 yards a carry, along with 21. Kevion Williams, the true freshman out of Westmore, two carries, eight yards, four yards a carry, along with five. Diego Richards, four carries, seven yards, 1.8 yards a carry, along, along with 11. They tried so hard to get that, that jet sweep going. <laughs> Just did not work this year. And then Josh Cast walk on two carries one yard. And looking at receiving wise here, leading the way was Jacob Delso, 29 catches, 445 yards, four touchdowns, long 53 yards. 
15.3 yards a catch. Oscar Hammond, the true freshman out of Collinsville, who I call, by the way, was going to be uh, making, making a great, a great impact. 25 catches, 227 yards, one touchdown, long at 80, 13 yards a catch. Dominic Dunn, the registered freshman out of Mustang, 12 catches, 178, one touchdown, long of 45, 14.8 yards a catch. Dante McGee, 20 catches, 171 yards, one touchdown. And what a touchdown catch it was. Uh, tw- a long of 21, eight and a half yards of catch. Terrell Davis, the redshirt out of Choctaw, who changed his numbers midseason. 15 catches, 160 yards, long of 39, 10 yards, 10.6 yards of catch. The Sierra, 19 catches, above 55, two touchdowns. Long of 32, 8 yards a catch. Jalen Cottrell, 27 catches, 154 yards, 5.7 yards a catch, one touchdown. Long of 35. Madison Ridgeway. And if this man can stay healthy, look, I'm going to tell you right now, if this man can stay healthy, I have not seen, I have not seen a a guy in a UCL uniform. I thought Chris Atkins Jr. might be that guy, but then he'd be transferred. That is giving me, is giving me Josh Crockett vibes. And I'm telling you, Madison Ridgeway, I, I saw him on the field post-game, by the way. I appreciate the following gentlemen here uh, for their support this season. Uh, Mr. Ridgeway, uh, he was he was a gentleman I mentioned. I think it was after the Fort Hayes game. I said that 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 said that he listens every week from home in Texas. Found out that 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 that, that is Madison's father. So I want to give a thank you shout out there to him, uh, to Mr. Grantham Lane's father, Mr. Buckhide Dillon's father. I think he is the uncle of Trayvon Craig, and. I'm forgetting. So, oh, and Mrs. West, Noah West's mom. I appreciate those guys. I appreciate those 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 men and women. Uh, they they they've always they've always liked. They've always retweeted. They've always shared. Uh, they've always messaged. So uh, I just want to thank those uh, few person that that I do know uh, that that do consistently reach out. Like I said before, also to Mrs. Uh, McGee as well. It was a pleasure to meet you there yesterday. Uh, so I'm gonna say, it, anytime you see me on the field, you just, just feel free to come up and talk. I, I'm more than happy. I'm always happy to meet uh, uh, fans there. Uh, so just, just, just know if you ever see me, just don't hesitate to to, to walk up and 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 talk. So, no. uh, over here. So I do believe if Madison can stay healthy, though, that is a special dude. Eight catches, 148, one touchdown, long of 32, 18 and a half yards of catch. Andrew Carney, eight catches, a buck nine, one touchdown, long of 39, 13.6 yards of catch. Flamers are the fourth, nine catches, 104 yards, 11 and a half yards of catch, long of 28. That is one thing I wish happened this year. I wish Johnny could have found the end zone. He was close. It was close against uh, was it Kearney? I think it was Kearney. He was close, and he had one in the end zone that was incomplete. That that is one thing I wish happened this year. 
he was at least able to get a touchdown. Uh, Diego Richards, 12 for 58, one touchdown, long of 16, 4.8 yards of catch. Kevion Williams, 3 for 25, long of 15, 8.3 yards of catch. Javion Dangerfield, we, we have to do a better. If he's going to be the punt return moving forward, though, we got to do a better job filling the punts. Because it just, it just it is too many, too many turnovers off the punts, too many muff punts. We just, we got to get that. That's something that also has to be fixed as well. Uh, five catches, 22 yards, four yards, of, four, 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 four yards of catch, long as seven. Peyton Hunt, a long snapper, a fantastic long snapper, I might add. Two catches, 16 yards, eight yards of catch, long of nine. Steph, one catch for 15 yards. Again, he had a, a run, a throw, a catch, and a tackle. Does it all, boy. Uh, Adrian Wilson, two tackles, 14 yards, seven yards of catch, long of nine. Jace, three catches, 13 yards, long of 10, 4.3 yards of catch. Peyton Scott, one for six. And then looking here, kick returns. Kobe Stevens, 20 for 469 yards, long of 52, 23.4 yards of carry. I will say with Kobe, we, we got to, we can't, we can't run back every kick. Like, we got, if the ball's in the end, listen, I, I, I understand you're able to do it against Missouri Western because the game was over with at that point in time. But we can't run every, we can't run every kick out the, out of the end zone. <laughs> We gotta have better judgment on that. Okay, that that would that would be my one well, my one right there because because otherwise Kobe is a fantastic return man, but we just gotta have better judgment on when to run those out. And then Bazell had three for forty one, long of 22, 13.6. on the punt returns again. As, oh, that's bad this year. Uh, I guess we had a lot of fair catches. Dangerfield, 7 for 35, long of 23, 5 yards. And then Diego, 2 for 26, long of 30, uh, 13 average. And then we're looking here in terms of defensively. Well, I guess I'm kind of just looking at, we should probably look, 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 at, look at field goals here. Covado, 14 to 18, 77.7%. Uh, two of two from 20 to 29, five of five from 30 to 39, seven of nine from 40 to 49, all of two from 50 plus, long of 45. And then punting the ball, David Vargas, 60 punts, 40.3 yards of punt, long of 59, three touchbacks, 21 fair count, fair caught. However, 15 inside the 20, 11 or 50 or more yards. Again, David Vargas, grade A punter. And then kickoffs. Covello had 54 with 24 touchbacks. And then in terms of total offense, Steph led the way. <laughs> oh, wow, by a wide margin. Uh, Vincent with 2,253 total yards of offense on 361 plays, 204.8 yards a game. 
And then if we're looking here in terms of defense, being the way tackling Dylan Buck high 71 tackles, three TFLs, two breakups, uh, then Blake Barone, a 30 to 60 tackles, three TFLs, one hurry, one forced fumble. Connor Johnson, I, I, who I thought had a fantastic season there, the Harding transfer. I uh, know that was somebody Coach Burrow was very high on as well. 51 tackles, three TFLs, one sack, two picks. Actually tied for the team lead with two picks, along with three other guys. Uh, two breakups, one hurry, one recovery. Chase Faber, the true freshman out of McAllister, has somebody that Coach Brandon Lankenberg was also very high on. You know, I give a shout-out to the linebackers coach, Jesse Harrell, by, by, by the way, who I need to bring on the podcast. That unit was fantastic. Okay, I, I mean, between Connor, Chase, Noah, uh, uh, Blake, Jason, and Marlo, that was a fantastic unit right there. So I got to give a shout-out there to uh, Coach Hall as, as, as well, because that's that that was that was some great linebacker play. Uh, forty six tackles, three and a half TFLs, one sack, one pick, one breakup, one recovery. Jonathan Mosley, forty two tackles, a half TFL, one pick. Should been a, should, it should it should been a pick six. Uh, two breakups. Noah West, thirty nine tackles, nine and a half TFLs, five and a half sacks, lead the team. Oh. Okay, I guess that I, I know. I, I gotta say, no. I think that's a guy actually that move from having his hand in the dirt to stand up is, is probably one of the better moves made this season. Two interceptions, one breakup, one hurry, one forced fumble. Yeah, I mean, right now he's got to be. Well, I, I don't know if you can name a a, a defensive. Uh, MVP boy because him, yeah, I, you could you 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 could say him because of the interceptions, but also like you you gotta look at what Hunter Rob and Mike did. And, oh, it's it's it's, it's tough. It's, it's very good defense. Trayvon Craig, thirty four tackles, three TFLs, one interception, two breakups, one fumble recovery. Kobe Stevens, 33 tackles, one and a half TFLs, two interceptions, four breakups. Amante Davis, Sam Houston State transfer, 30 tackles, two TFLs, two picks, four breakups, uh, and uh, four fumble. He did come on strong the past three games of the season, okay? So that's something to build off of. Hunter Largent, 28 tackles, one TFL, a half sack, four hurries. And his impact is felt more than that than that stat line. Robert Fuentes, 27 tackles, 10 TFLs, three and a half sacks, uh, one breakup, two hurries. Robert Fuentes, different cat. Different cat. Michael Slater, uh, 27 tackles. Wait, <laughs> isn't that fitting, bro? That is there's something poetic about that. 27 tackles, seven TFLs, four and a half sacks, one breakup, eight hurries, one recovery, one forced fumble. Raekwon Wicks, 27 tackles, one TFL, one breakup, 
one rec- We have one breakup. Okay. Jason Harris, tw- uh, 24 tackles, four TFLs, one sack, two hurries, one recovery for a touchdown, one fourth fumble. Again, glad the way he ended his career. Marco Domio, I think, I believe, is no, is no longer on the team. 19 tackles, four breakups, one hurry. Julius Coach, 17 tackles, three and a half TFLs, four breakups, one hurry. Most of those came in the last three, three games of the season. Kaisal Murray Jr., 17 tackles, a half TFL, two breakups. Zane Adams, 15 tackles, two TFLs. One hurry. Von Derry, 14 tackles, one breakup. Molo Hughes Jr., 13 tackles, a half TFL, two breakups. Glad to see Marlon back on the field there. Calvin Hutchings, 13 tackles, two TFLs, one sack, one hurry. Again, that was a guy before that foot injury coming on very strong. Jamori Ray, 12 tackles, two TFLs, one sack, one forced fumble, one breakup. I, I, I got to say, he came on strong, too. So there is some promising signs here. Amy McGuire, 11 tackles, one breakup. Michael Pope Jr., nine, 10 tackles, a half TFL, one hurry. Again, his impact goes beyond the stat line, too, because of the pressure that he had. Taylor McDonald, uh, nine tackles, one pick, one breakup. Montreal Cozart, eight tackles, uh, half TFL, three hurries. Jordan Lavu, seven tackles, uh, two hurries. Aaron Hamilton, five tackles, one interception. Jaleek Lewis, the true freshman out of Denison, Texas, five tackles, one breakup, should have been a pick six. The team had five tackles to Farm Brown, two ta- three tackles from staff there. We- oh, boy, that's, that's fantastic. Um, and then Javasia Brunson, three tackles. Uh, we, need, we, need, we need to see more out of him. Let's just, just call it what it is. Oscar Hammond, two tackles. Dylan Cottrell, two tackles. Jace Gardner, one tackle. Chris Herbin, the Juco out of Cali, one tackle. Peyton Hunt, the long snapper, one tackle. Cooper McCoy, one tackle. Nicky Cavado, one tackle. Evan Reigns, one tackle. Peyton Scott, one tackle. Peyton Thompson, one tackle. Stephon Tolan, one tackle. So that's going to do it as far as the recap because, because, here in the near future, we will have an official season recap. I kind of just wanted to read off the, the numbers, give some initial thoughts there. Because we will, we, will, we will be joined by OGs, two of the OGs, Johnny Bazel the fourth, and our dear friend Dante McGee. They have volunteered to come on and uh, discuss the season. So I'm not going to decline that invitation. So we're going to try to set that up here in the very near future. I, I, we, 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 we might do that in a live stream. I've, I've toured around with the idea of a live episode, but I just haven't found the right opportunity. That might be it. So uh, that might have to be a thing. We'll get that 
So we'll get that all situated, and then I will um, put that time out when it, when it is time for that, that to happen. I'll make that, make that known. Uh, and then finally here, looking at the conference standings, well, first of all, looking at the scores from the final week of the season, Northwest Missouri hung on on the road against Emporia, winning 27-21. Missouri Western ended their very weird season with a senior day shutout over Lincoln, 41 and nothing. Uh, and uh, our folks down in Tahlequah just, yeah, they just, uh, what was it, last year, I, I think uh, 2019, they lost their senior night, 91 to 7. I do not recall what it was last year. This year, they lost a senior night 42-0 to Kearney. I feel obligated now to check that box score. But I, I, need to, I need to know how many yards they had in that football game. Oh, okay, they had 15 first downs. They had 227 yards of offense. Oh, okay, okay. At least they was better than they did against Northwest Missouri. But they allowed 357 yards rushing at 7.9 yards of carry. They were too, now, they, now they, 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 they did hold Kearney to 4-12 on third, 4-5 in the red zone. But they were 2-14 they were two of 14 on third, also missed two field goals. Well, you hate to see that. And when they did have the only sack of the day, so... Uh, Good for, uh, you know, at least they went out fighting. Uh, Wasburn beat Missouri Southern 37-20. to 20. And uh, and then finally here, Fort Hayes State's injury plague season and finally came to a merciful end. 35-14 to 14 loss to Pitt State, which is a great segue into the conference standings. Pitt State with the perfect season, 11-0, win the conference. Followed by Northwest Missouri at 9-2. Emporia at eight and three, Kearney at eight and three, Washburn at seven and four, UCL at six and five. So UCL finished sixth, but that's still better than what they had projected. Uh, and they beat two of the top three teams in the in the conference, and they should have beat three of the top four teams in the conference. So. Again, it's just it's just a lot to build off of there moving forward. Uh, then you have Missouri Western five and six, Central Missouri four and seven, Missouri Southern four and seven. I, that, I, that is a program though, by the way. I know they I know they lost five straight games. That's still a program that's trending in the in the, the right the right direction. And that, that's a team gonna be tough for the foreseeable future because uh the way Coach Bradley is building that program down there, I have a lot of respect. For, for those, those those guys, Fort Hayes at three and eight. I, they'll be they'll be back next year. I, I they had a lot of injuries. They should be back next next year. They are way better than a three and eight team. Uh, Northeastern State one and ten on a seven game losing streak, and then bringing up the rear second straight winless season. Lincoln Blue Tigers zero and eleven. So. Uh, before we get out of here, though, I think as far as what you can expect content-wise coming, so if there's anything next week, it will be the season recap, or the live stream, if possible. 
that'd be it. Otherwise, I plan to take, take a week off and then we'll do it. We'll have, we'll have the season where that'll be, well, I'll take that back because that'd be Thanksgiving. Okay, it might be a few weeks then. Might, if, we, if there's no season preview, I mean, yeah. <laughs> There's no season recap next week. Then don't expect anything until after Thanksgiving. Then we will have, I'll be working on the, like it was last year, the position breakdown vids. So this year it'll be quarterback. It'll, it'll, yeah, it'll be quarterback, probably running, it, probably running back. Yeah, it'll be quarterback, running back, fullback. Uh, and then it'll be receiver, tight end, eights back. We offensive line as well. Then we're on defense. It'll be defensive line, linebackers, and defensive back. I know last year I think we combined the we, we combined the linebackers and, and the secondary. I, I think there's enough this year to break them out into three individual vids. Uh, so I think that's probably what we will do. That is obviously subject to change. Uh, and then, we will, like I said before, we plan to have some basketball coverage this season. The way what Landon and I are thinking here, maybe maybe once a month, we kind of come on and give a basketball update um, because you know, you know he'll be able to make more games than I will. And that's kind of how we want to want to 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 uh, do it. There it won't be weekly. Probably about like a monthly update there for both the men's and the women's. And then I do plan to get some softball games this season where we'll have some kind of coverage there as well. Maybe maybe baseball too. I do know the softball has given great uh, support, so definitely want to make sure we lend coverage there. And like I said before, I have a list of things I want to get done behind the scenes here, especially merch, get us some merch. Like I was telling Landon, <laughs> We was waiting for them to come out the lock, locker room post game. First, the first merch is gonna be a stocking cap because what um, once that once that is is established, we'll, we'll definitely be, be putting that information out there. Uh, but again, like I said, it is a, it's been a heck of a season. It was a fantastic ride. It was an honor. It was a pleasure. I appreciate it. Uh, and so, uh, so I'm, I'm looking looking forward to what the offseason brings. You know, before we know it, it'll be. Early signing day, signing day, you'll be it'll be spring football, and then the season will be here again pretty soon before you know it. So, like I said, I appreciate all the love, all these, all the uh, all the support. No one, we're not going anywhere. Is only up from here. So until that time, my name is Jonathan Goodo, aka JG Smooth. I'll talk to you all later.